This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. I'm here with Paul again. Paul and I are still sitting around in the office in the command pod doing, you know, whatever, recording stuff and administration. Scaly's, yeah, Scaly's fortunes. Tidying up after Johnny. Tidying up after Johnny because, frankly, that high chair gets a little um, soiled (laughs) after a session, I think it would be fair to say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's best just to whip out the disinfectant spray. The alternative is just to open the airlock and just chuck the thing out, but... He gets very, very cross if he doesn't have his chair. So there we go. Toys out the pram. Uh, this, Paul, is, I think, an episode with you in it. I think. Is it? I don't know. We'll see how the sequence works. Figure it out as we go. Because we're recording separate things with you and we're separate things with the with the other guys. But it's all very I think confusing. It is a little bit. Well, it's confusing for you. It's confusing for me because we're not doing them in order and I get, I'm getting completely lost. It's always appreciated if you rate and review us on your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Beyond Pod or Spotify or whatever it might be. Emails. Do you remember any of our social media information? Um, no, I don't know any of that. At Billowing Hilltop oh. on Instagram. Yeah, uh, we're also on Facebook. We're at Billowing Hilltop on Twitter, where we're most active. You are and, very active on uh, Twitter. It's not me, Paul. It's not me. It's a disembodied notional podcast. Do you want to tell people to email us? Please email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. And yes, we will read it out if it's any good. And sometimes even if it's not any good. Even if it's just a single expletive. Yes, we will respond. Yeah. He shall reach into my carpaceous sack. We've got to clear out his sack from time to time, otherwise he gets uh, build up. Let's not go into any details on that. And let's push on instead with episode 145 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Stranger in a New Town. Let's get started. Scaly. The others yeah. disappear, and you're left in the hotel room. Yes. Finally, all on my own. It's been a while since the confrontation. Things have been tidied up. Frill Beskett, the proprietor, has sort of sniffed around a bit. He's comped you the room for a few days. Oh, that's nice of And you've had a long rest, even if you didn't need it. Yeah. It's mid, early mid-morning. Let's call it, let's, let's say it's like nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Okay. On Oort. It is Oort the 14th of Fart. Yeah. In the year 595, which is 16 years later than you thought it was, because you've been, um, you know, been, away somewhere. Yes. What are Scaly's thoughts about what he wants? To, why have you stayed behind? That's a good well, question. Well, it's about the Oath of Vengeance and all this stuff with trying to track down the Ebon Triad. And now that yes. he knows, he's learned that Ilthane the dragon is dead. So he's kind of wants to move on. And right. Uh, the last thing he knows about, really, from before he went into stasis, mm-hmm. was he had the meeting with Lashona, didn't he? Who he got on really well with. He, there was a connection there. And I don't know that we've explored that too much, but yes, I think so. I mean, you you came to Frostanger looking for the Airborne Triad, yes. and you encountered Rabadabadass. Of the Rabadabadob. Yeah, the same. You know him. Yes. <laughs> you do? Yes. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it has to happen eventually. It does. I think you only kind of came across him. I don't think you... You didn't have the opportunity to form a firm friendship. He introduced you to Lashana. Yep. I think my understanding is that he took you to Lashana's 
house. Yes. My sense from our earlier discussions was that you spoke to them about your quest to avenge the destruction of your yes. village or whatever it was at the hands of Ilthane, and they were helpful, and they talked about how there was an Ebon Triad shrine hidden beneath the Plague House, but you shouldn't go there. And I did. Have I got that right? Yeah, and I did. Yeah. You clambered And that was the last thing the I remembered. Down the ladder, that's the last thing you remember. And that's it. Until I woke up, and there was Burple claiming that I was his. Item, his own yeah, personal possession. His personal possession. And this is obviously what you do know is that what they encountered in the shrine beneath the Plague House yeah was an awful aspect of the Ebon Triad, yes. an aspect of the tripartite god. It was like a mishmash. combination of Asmodee, Banshivu, and the Great... It was a Mr. Potato Head of the Ebon Triad. <sighs> bit stuck together. Potato head. It was a bit stuck together. Yeah. It's a sort of triangular number. It had three arms, three legs, an enormous great chomper teeth. Yeah. And it had a weird spectral hand, which was able to fling about. Anyway, the point is, that after the unfortunate loss of Alessandra, they did, in fact, defeat this thing and rescued you. They didn't know they were rescuing you, no. but they, they pulled you out of your 16-year stasis. Yes. And there's no Ilthane. It's clear from the other material they found in that shrine that Ilthane has, is no more. But the Ebon Triad still exists. Yeah. Is that kind of where your head is going? Yes. Is that, and I'm kind of getting all that information together, and it's like, well, my lead, my only kind of, if this were a cop mm. show, would be, I've got one lead, and that's Lashona. So that's the, that's what and I know. And Rabadabadas, yeah, and yeah, Rabadabadas. Yeah. But Lashona was the, is the strongest one, so that's kind of like right. Let's go and sort that out. And so it's the only location that you know of. Yes, right. It's the yeah. That makes perfect sense. Easiest, simplest thing is to go there first yeah. off. Find uh, find out what's been going on, and then you've established from the the others that they are here hoping to meet Lashona. Yeah, she's still around. They're hoping to meet Lashona. There's a party that's going on. He needs to get invited. He knows this because they've kind of talked about of it. course so of course he needs to get invited so he needs to get invited to this party he needs to I've forgotten about that and they've spoken about well we had the ocaral awful ocaral incident and it's been mentioned that ocaral was seen i've never scaly's never met ocaral doesn't know who he is apart from as a no as a you don't fetish. recognize him yeah i mean they've talked about who he was potentially a bit yeah and they were spotted in the window of a hotel room but that's kind of like a, that's nice to do, but it's not priority. Sorry, readers, because all of this stuff is done in a different sequence. I think it was quite a long time ago we did this, but the Deluxury is the name of the hotel. Yeah. It's the poshest place in town. Yeah. Uh, it's also the potential source, you understand from them, of a ticket to this ball. So there's more than one reason to visit there. Yes. But they talked about trying to visit the room that they think that Ocarell was in. Yes. But they didn't. Because they realised they hadn't, <laughs> they hadn't got all of the magic items that they've all been desperate to buy. Oh, it's just, it's the whole. They completely forgotten. Yeah, it was, it's, um, it's bonkers. It's so they've gone to go and get magic. <laughs> they're basically the biggest, gone to go shopping. It's the biggest yeah, kind and of. And they like, just left the whole thing there. Right. right yeah. We've well, got. I mean, that's we've got this huge amount of magic which we need to get. It's going to take us five days at least to get it. Let's just go and do we're that. Off. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> what will happen to them? You don't, I don't know. Don't care. They've left that, as it were, unfollowed thread yes. as well. So you've got Lashona, and then you've got the fact that the weird person that was in your hotel room... No idea who is. They're saying that they had seen him through the upper window in And the, he's the a link hotel. from the past to that party. So there is something... There seemed to be some connection to the... To, this is an interesting thing, and I don't know how much conversation has taken place in the open with Scaly and the others mm. about this. 
But the idea of chaos, mm. which I think is interesting, is worth exploring. We can talk about how Scaly might approach the question of chaos. I am assuming that you've established that they have been on the hunt for the Airborne Triad and have discovered that the Airborne Triad is a sort of a ruse, a smokescreen, a front for this evil lord of the undead called Chios, who is threatening to bring about something called the Age of Worms, yep. is doing so through the worm-infested undead and whatever other nefarious purposes, and that this character that you surprised in your hotel room yesterday yeah. was somehow infected with the spirit of Chios in some way. Yeah, there was a big old parasitic worm inside him. There was something, yes, that had sort of rather connected itself up, wired itself into him. Yeah. In a rather disturbing way, and had turned him into something that we've been referring to as a hinge head. Yes. And not new to our readers or to me or to the others, but are new to Scaly. Yes. Basically, like a pedal bin, like an undead pedal bin yes. that screams. It's a bit of a stretchy analogy, but anyway, whatever. What he's gathering from probably the discussions that is going on between the party is that there is a common thread between them. He's got an oath of mm. vengeance, which is kind of leading him in the same direction that they're going in. But Yes. As it stands right now, he doesn't necessarily feel like he's part of the party. And no. They've got a, an agenda they're following. Have they ever? He's got his oath of ven- yeah. vengeance, means that he's got an agenda which is stronger to him than going, oh, okay, yeah. let's follow him to even started for them to pick up their magic. I think it must be clear to Scaly that Ilthane was a servant of Chios. Yes. And therefore, that might be a thread. Yes. If you discover your nemesis that you've sworn an oath to destroy is in fact the minion yes the servant of another yet more significant evil that's an interesting thought if you think about it he's got an oath of vengeance against a creature that was carrying out an evil act on behalf of its own creed credo right and therefore uh, but the oath of vengeance is unfulfilled it's unrequited because ilfane's dead he can't kill it again Therefore, it's the next stage. It's right, I'll just follow well, that's true. what's behind it. This must be quite confusing for Scaly. It's not just confusing for Scaly, I can promise you that. <laughs> well, 16 years ago was yesterday for Scaly. Yeah. So far as Scaly is concerned, everything is basically the same, except everything's different. He just knows what year it was, yeah. the last time he knew what year it was. He's basically woken up, and he's that's been told that Orthane is up. dead. Yeah. Everything else seems the same. It just must it completely could- do your head in. Absolutely screw with you. Very odd. He's not the brightest bean in the bucket. He's that famous phrase. That famous phrase yeah, I use. Yeah. Is he nice, Scaly O'Toole? My sense from the way that he's been acting in the short time that we've got to know him is that he's a little bit... No. I don't know. A bad winner, put it that way. He's single-minded, focused. If you think about the guys, the team he's just connected with, he's known them for a very short period of time. Yeah. They're not exactly charming themselves, are they? And they are, yeah, they're strangers. That's, quite, that's interesting. Well, the thing is, I'm really familiar with them, and yeah. I think, hello, readers, I think we're all familiar with them. But yes, I think that from the perspective of a newcomer... If you just dropped into a gang of people <laughs> who yeah. are obsessed with yeah. whatever, yeah. in this case, these guys are obsessed with... Chopping. Chopping, yeah. yeah. And yeah. not with doing what he wants to do which is fine because ultimately the paths will join again. He knows that. But no, I mean, why should he, why should he be nice? Assuming they return, we're going to have to think about what, yeah. how this story works if they don't return. But there's nothing we can do about that. And that's all going to play itself out. Yeah. So let us stand in this hotel room, not literally, because we couldn't afford it. 
No. It is the morning of Urt, Urt is the day of rest. And you are maybe pondering on these ideas, thinking yeah. about what to do next, when you hear the thump of feet on the stairs, people approaching the room. Okay. There is a knock on the door, a confident thump on the door. Yes. I open the door. There are two cops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are hobgoblin members of the Watchers. Yeah. And they look, despite the confident thump on the door, a little bit trepidatious and at the same time, if it's possible, a little bit bored. Okay. The lead one, the senior one, is looking <laughs> at your midriff. <laughs> <laughs> and they look up at this enormous, imposing, draconic figure. Yeah, and they, you don't get many dragonborns, do you? Certainly not in the hinterlands. Yeah. And then the lead one is completely discombobulated now and says, oh, Good morning. <laughs> I am a Detective Sergeant. Um, Detective Sergeant Radish. Um, we understand that there was a bit of an incident in this room yesterday involving nefarious occurrences. We would like to know more about it. What is your name, please? Uh, Scaly O'Toole. Okay, uh, he looks over his shoulder. Recognize that, please, Sergeant. That's Tool with an E. Well, Mr. Tool with an E, I understand that there was some sort of um, creature in this room that you have um, destroyed. Is that correct? Uh, we arrived back at our room and we yes. found this person creature going through our yes. things yes. and it attacked us. Oh. So we were merely defending ourselves. Are you getting all this sash and sunglasses? I'm absolutely yes, yes. furious, and I'd like to know how he got into our room. I've had a brief conversation downstairs with the proprietor. Yes. Mr. Beskid, he says that the door is forced. The door uh, was forced? They did, no they did notice somebody heading upstairs, and by the time that they managed to dispatch a member of staff to investigate what was going on, you would all... Um, did you teleport, teleport here? It's disgraceful, isn't it? Well, I insist, I mean, this is a question I'm afraid you have to raise with, with the establishment. Oh, sure, I'm more I interested will. in I have some loose ends I need to tie yes, up. Yes, uh, I'm towering over him. I want to kind of put an end to this. This is this is not something I want to mm. carry on. Can I can I roll a, a check? Yes, what kind of check? I mean, you could. would you want to turn on the charm? No, I'm going to intimidate it? him. I don't want to, I know it's not about being, again, it's just about making him feel uncomfortable enough that he just doesn't want to, they don't want to be there. So sure. Should we kind of, is that it? Is that give everything? Me a, so give me an intimidation check. Is that a skill? God, yes, it is. Awful. There is an intimidation. Okay, I've got go. a plus eight on it. Yes. Ooh, Oof. and I get a natural 20. So that's 28. Okay, well, his sentence trails off. Uh, he looks up at you. He looks past you into a room which seemingly is completely fine. He looks back at his assistant and... Give me an insight check. He's not great at insight. Ah, no. no. Okay. He seems a little conflicted. It does seem there is some kind of lingering doubt about whether or not he should be making himself scarce, but obviously not such a doubt that he actually hangs around. Okay. He turns to his assistant and says, I think we've learned all we've come to find out here from this gentleman. Don't leave town, please, sir. I have no uh, intention. If your companions were to return, if you could... Um, I'll point uh, them in your direction. Uh, leave word with the watch at our headquarters, and we would uh, be interested in speaking to them. Thank oh, absolutely. Much. Thank you very much, your poor friend. appreciate it. We go back to business, please. <laughs> and he heads off. <laughs> Marvellous. As he's walking down the stairs, somebody else walks up 
the stairs. Yeah. What do they look it's like? It's a woman. Oh. She's got cropped black hair. Mm-hmm. She's lean. She's wiry. She looks like she can take care of herself. She's got leather armor. She has a rapier at her belt. Yeah. And she does a very nifty step aside as these two hulking hobgoblin watchmen thunder back down the stairs. Yeah. She sounds quite similar to somebody who used to play. Yes. <laughs> Scaly has no way of knowing no, this. No, She's looking straight at you. She's looking very curious. She looks down the corridor at you, and she says, Who are you? Where are the others? Well, I'm going <laughs> to light up a cigar. Take a second. Oh. And I say, perhaps you should tell me who you are, and what's your interest in them before I ask My name? You. Your name. My name? Your name. My name is Bondi. Oh. Where's Burple? Where's Alessandra? And she's kind of trying to look past you into the room. What's your interest in them? Can I persu- do a persuade check? See yes. if I can get some information out yeah. of her. Yeah, a persuasion check. Yeah, she, she looks guarded. Yeah. I get a 24. Wow. Okay. I'm going to say... Well, she looks less guarded, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I brought them here. Oh. I know them. Yeah, well... Sorry, what did you say your name was? My name? Scaly O'Toole. They've gone shopping. I'm about to go and do the same. Can I help you? Do they know that you're in their room? Yes. Yes, they do. They've just left. Just right. a moment Burple. ago. Burple? Burple, yeah. Uh, Alessandra, I don't... Parker? Parker, yes. You mentioned Alessandra. I don't know Alessandra. don't know who you're talking about there. Oh. There wasn't a woman with them. We've, we've, no, we've only just recently met, and they've gone to Evenstar. Shopping in Evenstar, casinos. They might be some time, by all accounts. Evenstar. Yes. They're just interested in magic. Ooh, it sounds like they've outgrown the sub. Sub? <laughs> she sort of laughs at herself. Oh, uh, nothing. So I'm just saying that there's more to them, maybe, than meets the eye. You expecting them back? I think so, but I can't say for certain. Well, if and when you see them, can you say that Bondi says hello and that I'm in town? You're in town. They'll know. Will, who will I. they know where to find you? I'll check back here from time to time, but just let them know that I'm looking for them. Okay. Oh, by the way, you should quit those. She nods at the cigar. They're bad for you. Well, I find them quite relaxing. They remind me of home. Oh, you grew up in an ashtray, did you? I see. <laughs> anyway, if you just pass the message on, and I'll make myself scarce. Oh, by the way, those cops, those goons that you just had here. Yes. They're just bored local law enforcement. But do you know who the Blessed Angels are? Blessed Angels? No. Have you not seen them fly? Oh, maybe you wouldn't have done. No. Well, you'll see them out and about yeah. if you're out and about in the town. But they're Zeech's personal enforcers. One of them was waiting outside here while those two watchers were interviewing you. Right. Which means that even if they weren't taking it seriously, somebody is. Just a word to the wise. Okay. Or I- maybe not so wise, since he's still smoking. <laughs> when clearly the medical evidence is pretty much irrefutable. Like I said, reminds me of her. Those things should have a warning on them. <laughs> <laughs> she nimbly skips down the stairs and you're left to your own devices. What do you want to do now? I think priority is to go and see Lashona. Absolutely. Well, you know it. She lived. Yeah. Or lived when you went to see her. To you, it was yesterday. Yep. Well, day before yesterday. Mistwall Manor. It's a big, old, rather imposing mansion called Mistwall Manor. It's on... Royal Island. It's on the island where Zeech's palaces and the kind of high-end Emporia are and the High and Mighty live. Yeah. And you can kind of wander your way down there. This is an odd one. I don't know how long Scaly spent in Frostanger before this befell him, but 
not from the off conversations. Not that long. I get the sense that he was only in town for a few days, days yes. before. Yeah. Right. So he'd remember it. It's surrounded by high walls. It's still there. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna head over there. I'm gonna keep an eye out for these blessed angels. But I'm not doing anything overtly sneaky. Not that I could. I'm well, there's no blessed angel waiting outside the inn. It's cold. Yeah. And the snow has been settling for a couple of hours. Yeah. If you recall, yesterday when you had this encounter with Ocaral, Zeech's anniversary celebrations were running throughout the streets in the town. There was this boar race, but it was part of a more general street-based celebration. Well, that's muted a little bit because of the weather. Oh, okay. Well, this is just a, another six-foot-six dragonborn going about his business. It's just the way that snow makes everything quieter. Yes, there's that kind of... And it's also it's, well, it's a day of rest, and it's the morning of it, so... Like a basic Easy like an Uwurt morning. Sunday morning. In the words of... Um, Easy like Sunday morning. Lionel. Snow on the ground. Thingy, that yeah. crunch of the snow as you walk through it. Precisely that. Deadening yes, exactly. sound. And the manor, Mistwall Manor, is pretty much exactly as you remember it. Yeah. There's a gate, and there's a gatekeeper sitting in a little hut at the side of the gate. Oddly, the gatekeeper doesn't look 16 years old. It looks the same. Yeah. I was thinking... I mean, that's something that doesn't seem odd to you, I No, suspect, it won't. Because you would... You, it would oddly, it would, it would take you a moment to realise that... I'd have to think that about that's it. that's odd. Because yeah. I don't recognise anybody else in the town, so they look the it's age really they should weird, be. It's really weird, this whole stasis thing. And he looks... Like, the more we talk about it, the weirder yeah. scale his experience must be. He's not going to look at this guy and go, ooh, he hasn't aged. He's going to look at him and go, right. I recognise him from two Precisely. days ago. Isn't that odd? You do remember when you visited with Rabadabadas, you were imbued with some kind of aura by the gatekeeper that seemed to sort of protect act as some sort of pass or some okay. sort of authorization. You crossed the grounds yeah. to the house itself in safety and th- that was related to this whatever it was that the gatekeeper mm-hmm. bestowed upon. Yeah. He's a balding, he's a human in late middle age. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a smart livery of Lashona's staff. Yeah. But he's all sitting under swathes of furs because it's so cold. And he looks like he does <laughs> looks like he doesn't want to come out of his sentry hut. Don't blame him. Because it's clearly cold. there's some kind of fire burning in there. I'm kind of... And he doesn't seem to recognise you. He doesn't seem to... Re- I'm kind of like... Even though you only saw him a couple well, of days ago. when it starts to mess with the head, isn't it? Could I... I'd like to see Lashona, please. She is not within. Oh, sir. He looks oh. up and down. Let me just make a roll. There's always a chance. <laughs> he does recognise you. Oh. It's a bit of a blunt mechanism, but I've just given him an intelligence check. Right. It may be faint recognition, but you probably quite memorable, Scaly. Six foot six. Dragonborn. Bit grumpy. Dragonkin, dragonborn are rare. So, my lady, Lashonra is not within. She is not expected back uh, all the length of this week. Oh. May I take a name? Yes, uh, Scaly O'Toole. Thank you very much indeed. Scaly O'Toole. Does he know? Uh, do you know? And you know... Uh, I know Rabadabadas. Of the Rabadabadab? Yes. Do you know him? Yes, I do. Oh. Yeah. That's me and you both know him. That's a first. That's where I recognise you from. Yes. That's a few years ago. Mm. Yes, Doesn't I do seem like you, young fellow. Well, I'm sorry, but she's away. She won't be in town until the end of the week. She'll be back for Zeech's gone. Oh, okay. Do you know where she's gone? I'm afraid that uh, my lady doesn't discuss her movements with the likes of me. Okay. All right. All I know is that visitors are not to be entertained until such a point that she returns oh, very good thank you no message to leave uh, can you leave sir? a message to say that twinkle toes scolio tall paid a visit would like to speak to her you don't have a card at all no 
No, I don't have a card. Uh, it seems to be that maybe there are two types of people, people with cards and people without yeah. cards. No, I don't have a <laughs> and he's card like, yet. Person doesn't have a card? No. I won't trouble you any longer, sir. Uh, no, no, thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, scaly. And how lovely it was to see you again. Well, thank you very Albeit much. Albeit tragically briefly. Well, for some. He turns around and Scurly walks back into town. He wants to go He's shopping. Disconsolately. Yeah. Back into town. Back into town. He wants to go shopping. He's got to get... Because... Fine. The next yeah, part well, is you know. to go... He needs to get into the party, so he needs to convince... He needs to get a ticket, oh. so he needs to convince him. What does he wear normally? He's wearing armour. He's wearing armour. Let's just have a quick look. Okay. And he's wearing regular... Adve- I mean, <laughs> adventuring. Well, he's wearing... The stuff that normal. you get out of the player's yeah. handbook. Yes. But he's got scale yes. mail, and he's got a... Yeah, he's got a cloak of displacement. Drag... Uh, ah! Okay, well, so dragon scale mail. Yes. Which is out of the ordinary. Um, the cloak of displacement. I'm thinking that that's quite a smart piece of kit. That marks you out as being more than just the average person. So that's a start. That's a start. Yeah, he wants to get... Okay, I've not acknowledged that enough. Something more that he wants. But hey, that's life. Well, everybody that talks to you must be like, well, he just stands still for two <laughs> seconds. Is it kind of like something that flickers and phases I, in and out I, a bit? I don't know if it's on all the time. We'd need to look it up. Let's presume that it's not literally. It's not a question where you're just flickering in and out of existence constantly. That would just drive everybody crazy. Yeah. Let's well, it says it projects an illusion that. that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location. Oh, so everybody's always looking over your shoulder. Everybody's always looking kind of they slightly next talk- to They me. don't know they're not talking to you. Yeah. It's not flickering at all. I'm it's just literally... as well. It, yeah, it must be. It's more annoying for Scaly than it is for the people, I think. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, nobody else. In the eyes. Well, I mean, I presume there's a no, role. There it. must be something you can do to work. Anyway, let's not yeah, let's no. well. Look over it. Okay, I mean, over so it. What do you want to shop for? Well, I think he needs to kind of do a bit of glamouring up a bit. He needs to yes. pimp his I ride. I suspect he's heard from the others, yes. the dear departed others, that they sourced fancy apparel uh, from yes. a, a kind of series of emporia, boutiques on Royal Island. So let's just say that Scaly knows enough to go. Yeah, so he's going to get a bit of fur trimming for his cloak. Yes. And then he wants yes. kind of like a nice ornate clasp as well. Something, you know, where he can get Are it. Are you happy to wait while they attach this fur trim? Yes. I presume they can do so without yeah. affecting... How on earth do they get it to sit still? Sorry. They're constantly trying to sew it on. <laughs> to something that's not there. I think I'll take it off. off and nobody's wearing I'll take it off. And then it just okay. So they can use they can pin it or they can use yeah. clips or something. And and what a class and a class for the cloak. Yes, it's like okay. Um, let us say that that can be done pretty much on the spot. Yeah, and that that sets you back. Let's say hundred and twenty-five gold pieces. Nice. Scaly's got a lot of cash. Cloak is smart. Clasp is smart. Yeah. Fur has zhuzhed up the whole look. Yes. There is something else I would like to get, but it's not important. But I want it. But later on. Do you want it? I want it. What? I've got another ornament, which I quite like the idea of. Do you want to deal with that now, or do you want to deal with it later? Uh, is there a fine metal worker, silver worker, nearby? You can ask in the I'll ask. tailors. I'll ask I'd like a fine... I need an ornament, a bespoke ornament made. Is it, um, is it an ornament for the home, or an ornament, an ornament for the person? It's an ornament, fitted ornament for the person. Well, now... There is Eomendi's Emporium. Mm-hmm. It's not far. The proprietor of the tailors walks out with you to the front of the yeah. shop and gives you quick directions. 
Her emporium is full of wonders, but she may also know a craftsman that could make you something specific. Thank you very much. I tip him a silver piece. Oh, well, thank you very much, sir. That's very generous of you. And then I go and... Eomandy's place. Yep. Big stone building. It looks a bit like a bunker, Scaly. There's no windows. There's a single iron door. Above the iron door, there's a, <laughs> there's a guard post. There's a couple of watchers. That is, hobgoblin watchmen. Yeah. Effectively from the same outfit that visited you this morning. Oh. Looks like they've either been bribed or are on official duty to guard the place. Yeah. They look down. What is what is your business with you, Amanda, please? Uh, my business is business, and it's my business. They look at each other. Give me a persuasion check or something, or an intimidation check. Intimidate check. Let's see how that goes. Come on. I get a 20. Let the gentleman in. <laughs> they work some kind of mechanism in their little security spot. Yeah. The giant iron door grinds open, affording you entry to a dim, poorly lit, cluttered curio shop. You know, like those weird antique shops in small towns yes. that go on forever and you have to keep watching out to stop yourself bumping your head yes. and nothing makes any sense. Yes. It's a bit like that, although you get the sense that the stuff is of great value okay you can taste magic in the air yeah (laughs) right thank god the other guys aren't here yeah yeah we'll be here all week (laughs) you also taste (laughs) abjurative magic okay so it's not just a question of the wares almost chattering with power yeah but also it looks like everything is well woven and hedged with some kind of protective yeah Stop people so stealing things. It's quite relaxed other than that. At the front of the shop, there's a couple of gnomes sitting behind a counter. One of them has got a big jeweler's eyepiece, magnifying eyepiece in, and is working on some intricate piece of metalwork. Yeah. The other one is doing paperwork. Looks at your midriff and then looks all the way up. Says, sir, can I be of assistance, sir? Yes, I need a couple of pieces made, a commission for a couple of pieces. If made? Yes. Unique to me. His companion looks at you with the eyepiece in. Big eye. And sort of goes, and then takes it out. (laughs) And looks at you normally. He's like, oh. (sighs) What do you mean, made? Well, what kind of thing? I, this is where, um, obviously, my deity comes in. As you know, my deity is beer mat. Beer mat. Beer mat. And the the symbol of beer mat, the iconography, is a mug, a beer mug, and a cigar. Right. So, I would like a silver L tankard to hang from my belt. And silver tankard, yes, there can be many. Certainly, well, actually, we may have something. Does it? Uh, do you have a particular requirement about this tankard, sir? Does it need engraving? Is it for specific design? It is, or would, it a, is, would a tankard that we already owed be? No, it needs to be specific to the great deity beer mat. So yeah, the paperwork gnome passes a piece of paper and a quill pen across the countertop towards you. Yeah. And sort of nods at them, saying, you can start writing down what you want. Okay. And the other one says, and the other item? This is complicated. Oh, yes. It is a silver ashtray that is An ashtray. designed yes. to fit over the end of my tail. <laughs> he tries to kind of look round you. Obviously, he's looking in the wrong place because you're wearing the cloak of displacement. Yes. Got that right now, finally. Yeah. And he sort of, once he's sort of got a gander of the tip of your tail he looks intrigued by this thing he's like oh, it's got an interesting uh, you know it's very bad for you smoking sir 
yes, it reminds me of home. Raise it an ashtray, will you? Anyway, um, well, um, <laughs> raise it back. I, I can see that one's going to run for a while. <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, yes, that's something we could certainly fashion for you, sir. How, when, how... Um, I need it for yes. three days' time. For the party? Prince Zeke's party? For the party. Oh, why didn't you say it? Well, I'm sure we could complete some kind of commission before then, yes. So in the style now. and iconography uh, of beer mat. Money, money, always comes down to money, doesn't it, sir? How much? Oh, it does. Let me have a think now. Um, for the tankard, why don't we say the 200 gold pieces? Done. Now the ashtray, more complicated. Ashtray is pure <laughs> silver all the way through oh. with the iconography of beer mat. I think that may be a little more, sir, if I may be so bold. 400 gold pieces. Why don't we say 500 for the pair? Okay. Excellent. You would like to return in a few days to pick up your merchandise? Or yes. can we forward them to uh, 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 forward an them address? Forward to the luxury, sort? please. Oh, oh, to the luxury. Oh, yes, I see. Well, it's a dragon king of taste and distinction. 250 gold pieces down now as a deposit? That's absolutely acceptable. I'll do that. I'll hand them 250 gold pieces. The taste of magic only leaves you two or three minutes after you've left the place. Yeah. It's like a kind of enervating <laughs> shudder. Now what? Done his shopping. He needs to go and get himself sorted a ticket for the party. I'm going... So that is the deluxury. To the deluxury. The others got their tickets by speaking to Armhin, who is the proprietor of the deluxury. Okay. Armhin Loratio. Okay, I'm going to stride up... You've not been here before, but it's, no. it's genteel. There is a sort of large, glassed, conservatory-style dining room. To the mm-hmm. rear. There's a casino, appropriately. Yeah. There's a bar. There's a snooty door person behind a lectern, a bit like the snooty door person in Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> looks at you, or rather looks at your midriff archly, and then looks up and sees you and says, Can I help you, sir? I'd like to book a room, please. Oh, one would like to stay? Yes. Well, our rates run from 100 to 1,000 gold pieces per night. Does Sir uh, have a specific... Uh, perhaps Armin should come in. And there's a... You can hear this kind of fuss, fuss, fuss sound. And this rather gangly, hand-wringing chap appears. Now, I'll take over here about this uh, gentleman's accommodation. Sir, is there any specific requirements you have for your, uh, for your chamber? Yes. And what I... Is it just Sir? Just Sir. Uh-huh. For some nights. I'll be staying until after some the nights? party. Yes. Oh, the party. Are the you an esteemed guest of His Majesty? Uh, I am after a ticket. I believe that. Oh. This is something I need to attend. He looks a little furtive and he looks around him to make sure that you're not being observed. Um, well, it's so true that I, I might be in a position to meet your requirements. I am in town for a few days. I have business here, and I would like a ticket. And I'm very happy to pay the person who provides me with the ticket. And again, <laughs> I'm just kind of standing quite up. So f- I'm kind of towering Let over. Let's not discuss anything quite so. Uh, Valka is a recompense, sir. Perhaps sir would like to take a seat in the restaurant. Maybe we could discuss this over brunch. Yes. Can I have an ashtray, please? I'm afraid that um, smoking is... Uh, Permitted within the restaurant, sir. I just like Permitted within the rooms, though. I, uh, and I, in the bar area. I will be taking a room, and I just light up a cigar. 
Can I have an ashtray, please? Well, he... He just doesn't have the courage to challenge you. Okay. He coughs rather theatrically. <laughs> <kind of laughs> looks disapprovingly at you. Uh, he clicks his fingers and flunkies start appearing. Our usual brunch menus? Yes. Plates start appearing. It's clear that he's made a judgment about how much brunch to bring an individual of your scale. Okay. So it's not like some rubbish little bit of kesherie and then a piece of avocado or whatever. <laughs> Stuff starts appearing in enormous quantities. Lovely. As you sit there, sitting still and sitting at peace for the first time in a couple of hours, you realise that you are feeling a distinct sense of warm well-being. Really? And it's not just now, it's increasing, mm. but it's not new it is a physical Can I sensation. It feels like a positive, warming, reassuring narcotic Ooh. flowing through you. Do I... It's great. I mean, you feel... You feel yeah, but don't trust it. <laughs> well, that's another question. Maybe it's the cigar. No, these are these are a particular... He knows these cigars very, very... Armhin returns once you're tucking into your food. Sir, I am in a position to source you a ticket. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we could discuss this tomorrow? Um, would that be um, yes. to your satisfaction? Yes. In I'd the meantime, um, like a room, your please. accommodation, sir. I like... Oh, you have a preference? I like to be above. It reminds you of sleeping in the trees of hope. One of the penthouse upper rooms? The penthouse yes. rooms? Very well, sir, yes. And I'd like a box of Count de Foresta, number 16s be delivered to my room, please. He looks over at one of the flunkies and goes, da, 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 da. You heard the man. A box of candle arrested, please. I think we have some in the store. If not, run along to... Sp- <laughs> need a name. Run along to Squagamoose. Squagamoose. <laughs> Squagamoose. Nice. Yes, this stuff isn't just thrown together, Paul. Yes, it is. I think we have a room that's uh, suitable for you, sir. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right at the top of the building. We have a scarce availability. Uh, there are uh, less expensive rooms, uh, sir, would be delighted to learn. Okay. He looks at you like he's posing you a test. Mm. Give me an insight check. That's not going to be very good. I can, I can tell What's you. What's your hands? Uh, let me just No, no, roll. no, you've got to be positive. Right. Take one off this. Oh, my God. I've got a natural <laughs> 20, so it's 19. Okay. You can detect that he is testing you with the apparent benefit of the low-cost room. So my response is, no, no, no. Money's no object here. We have a uh, scarce availability, but we do have a room that uh, meets your specifications. Excellent. Is it ready? It can be ready. Again, he looks... He kind of clicks his fingers in. Room number 16. Room number 16. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure. Yeah, make sure. And the orderly goes... Um, 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 room 16 is next door to the... Um, I don't care about any of that. I don't care about any of that. Just look after Mr. O'Toole here, please. Your room will be ready momentarily, sir. Let me go and get you the key. Thank you. He zips off. Okay. He zips back with a key. Unlike the Ogre's Hideout, it doesn't have a giant theft-proof <laughs> fob. <laughs> doesn't it have a kind of like either a touch-sensitive or uh, you yeah, slip yeah. it? Maybe it's like a little magic <laughs> yeah, magic NF- thing. You don't know magic quite how it NFT works, there's, a, there's a little kind of wafer of yeah. something. Room 16 is your room. Hopefully everything is to your satisfaction. Thank you. I look forward to my cigars. You don't know whether or not you've got a room where Ocarell was, mm. but you do think you've got a room right at the top of the hotel, which is 
where the others thought seemed to think that they'd spotted him. Yeah. You finish your brunch. Yes, it goes down very quickly, and then he, yeah, Scaly just one mouthful. stands up, turns, probably knocks something off another table with his tail, and uh, marches, <laughs> yeah, upstairs to find. Do they have? Do they have lifts? <laughs> do they have old-fashioned no. lifts? Goes upstairs. Yeah, it's taking winding steps three at a time. Up, up, up to the fourth floor. That is five floors up. Yeah. Americans, it would be the fifth floor. Strange. If this was an old high-status house, this floor is the servants' quarters floor that has been turned into rooms. Yeah. So as you reach the top of the stairs, you have to bend a little. The first impression you get as you reach the landing is that there is a sweet, unpleasant stench of decay and it's just not very nice wafting towards you. Your room is at the end of the hall. Okay. So is my room next to this room or is it further, just further down? No, as you head towards your room, room 16, mm. room 12 on your right uh, seems to be the source of the smell. Okay, so there's going to be an intermediary room between them. Yeah, it's odds on the left, yes. evens on the so right. You 12 with your room 16, 16 at the end. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've got no luggage, so there's no point actually going to my room. Is Going back to the other place, no. It's just going to my room. So I might investigate this room a bit further I think but it's very quiet up here you get the sense that even if any of these rooms are occupied they're certainly not at the moment okay room 12 by the way has got a do not disturb sign (laughs) (laughs) okay can I listen at the door to room 12 yeah Yeah. all right there's nothing we'll give you a perception check no there's no what's the point there's no there's no sound no sound I get a 14 is the door locked I try opening the door I don't think the door is locked okay no I don't think the door is locked Okay, I'll unleash my big chopper. I'll get my big chopper in my hand. This is this... Okay. <laughs> Try and keep it above the waist. Yes, I get the general idea. I do keep yes. it above the waist. And... It's a- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, well, I mean... He doesn't have really good... St- just, do you want to open the door? I want to open the door. <laughs> I'm going to try and do it stealthily. <laughs> Jesus. Excellent. And yeah, I will give get... Uh, but I'll oh. just not bother with it. Uh, I don't do it stealthily because I rolled... No. A... Oh, well, I rolled Seven. a... Seven. Yeah, ten. Actually, it's ten. a disadvantage. Well, I mean, ten is not a disgrace. Well, a minute. I, I roll make... a disadvantage for stealth. Oh. <laughs> no, I roll a ten because that was a fifteen. A ten. Well, ten's not a disgrace. Okay. Okay, ten is not... You make an enormous cluttering noise. Yeah. It just means you're not like Alessandra quiet. Yeah. The smell scaly just washes over you as you open the door it smells of human waste and the entire room as you look into it is mired in filth human Mm. filth there are two beds two single beds yeah looks like both of them have been occupied one of them looks like it's been occupied sort of by a normal person but stuff is sort of spread all over it nastiness the other one looks like it's been kind of re-fashioned into some kind of nest Mm. all of the bedding has been pulled around into a kind of circle into a kind of basket of whatever yeah and is absolutely filth ridden and that is where the real horrible smell is coming from but the floor is wet with piss oh there are clothes scattered around near the bed that looks the most normal I should be very careful here about how much I accentuate that but slightly normal there's a chair and over that chair there are some clothes 
relatively fine looking clothes. Mm -hmm. The weird pit nest bed, there's just stuff scattered everywhere. At the foot of the chair with the clothes on, there is a traveling pack. Yeah. Likewise, there's one on the other side of the room associated with the weird bed, with the nest bed, that is tipped over on its side and slightly open and stuff is falling out of it. That's what you can see. There's nobody in here, obviously. Okay, well, I'm going to close the door behind me as I go in. Mm-hmm. And okay. I'm going to... Can you give me a constitution safe? Oh, marvellous. I get More your a 16. 16 is enough. As you step fully into the room and the door closes behind you, there's nowhere to go, right, from the, yeah. the noxious stench. And you fight off the urge to vomit. Yes. I keep brunch. Oh, God, yes. Right, so the giant deluxury brunch. <laughs> what did he get? A 16? Yeah. Is saved by about four. Okay. <laughs> from, from being sprayed all over this room. <laughs> Clearly, unless this has happened very recently, then nobody's been in to clean this room for... Okay. Like, nobody could do this in hours. This looks like something or some people have been living in here like animals for days and days. It's strange how nobody's noticed unless there's been nobody up here other than them. It is a very quiet floor. Yeah. There is a do not disturb sign. You get the sense that the staff here would do anything to avoid confrontation with their well-heeled clients. Okay. Maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe if nobody complains, nobody does anything. Yes. And maybe they're used to the strange behaviour of their well-heeled clients. They just might think it it's... It could a... be that that's going on. I don't know. Okay, well, fighting back the nausea, I'm going to search. Sounds interesting. I'm going to search. Um, you said there were some backpacks. I'm going to have a look at the backpacks. Do you want to go through them? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're similar. Okay. One of them's normal. One of them's very, very smelly. Okay. The normalish one is a jumble of stuff. Travelling gear. Yeah. There's, like, D&D stuff. Mm. Tinder, flint. There's a little cooking pot. There's a lantern tied to the outside of it. It's explorer's In this pack. normal one, there's also a cameo. Do you know what a cameo is? It was an awful band in the 80s, wasn't it? We're not talking about that. No. We're talking about a miniature picture carved oh, yes. either in shell That's or right. in ceramic yeah. of a of a girl or a woman. It's inside a locket, so it's got a, you know, you open yes. up, the, it's like a little gold affair. You push the little stud, you open it. It's a keepsake. Yes, I'm going to take it. Don't recognise her. In the smelly rucksack, mm-hmm. there's sort of similar stuff, to be honest. Plus some other bits and bobs. If the first rucksack was the rucksack of somebody who doesn't like to get their hands dirty, yes. the second rucksack is the rucksack of somebody who has all of the kind of gubbins. Yes. So there's also the length of rope attached to the back of it. So like proper explorey, yeah, explorer's adventurous stuff. There's a spyglass yes. slid into a holster or sheath down the side of it. There are a couple of knives, a folding one, and one that you might use, a proper butchery knife that one might use if one was out in the wilds and one wanted mm. to, you know, make the best use of a hind. There's string, there's wax, there's chalk, there's adventurous stuff. There's all the stuff that we would like to put on our... All that rubbish stuff that you always, always buy when you're... You try to put on when you start... Creating a character. Creating a character, but yeah. you never do. So, in the general sense, it looks like one is the backpack of the boss and one is the backpack of the person that does stuff. Yeah. And there's two other things in this backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're both bottles, Scaly. Yes. One is pretty unremarkable. It's a flask. Yeah. It's got something in it. Oh. It's sloshing about. Uh, Detect magic is in order, I think. Both these bottles are magical. Okay. The unremarkable bottle, we'll come to the remarkable bottle in a minute. Yeah. 
is magical. I don't know how much you get to know about it. You can it. taste it, can't you? You can do a taste. Okay, you think it's a healing potion. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm having that. The other bottle... <laughs> I don't like that. You laugh. kind of recognise. I don't like that laugh. Never like that laugh. You kind of recognise this bottle. Yes. Scaly. Yes. You know, in Ilthane's lair, yes. in the cave with the acid horror, at the end, yeah. you won the magic allocation and you... You had three bottles. Right. All of them heavy crystal. Yes. All of them in a sort of filigree adamantine basket work. And you drank one of them, and it enhanced your constitution. That bottle. You drank one, Parker drank the yes. other, Purple drank the yes. other. Yes. It's exactly like that, but it's empty. Ah. Uh, and we'll find out. Too many questions what right that now. Means. Scaly. No. I'm sure you do. Too many questions. We'll find out Look, what that means. Just another five when minutes. When we pick the story up oh, next time. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Bizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Are you looking to fall in love? Meet Vault Hunters near you with Friend and Foe Adventure Co., a deadly sniper that'll nat 20 your heart. I'm Tarquin Britstone, and I came here to do two things, get wasted and start a fight. And I'm almost out of booze. An ex-lawyer mech pilot that won't raise any objections. Subpoena, I hardly know her, am I right? Mercurius here. These days, I enjoy long walks on the beach with my combat mech, Pancake. Let loose and go crazy with a psycho. I'm a student of the magical arts. I don't believe in wind. Ants are taking over the government. Vote for good boys and vote for, uh... Wait, what was this for again? A siren infuser that will set your heart aflutter. I'm Phelion, this is my hummingbird pigeon, and we're both really uncomfortable with this ad. Get rowdy with Friend and Foe Adventure Co., a Borderlands Bunkers and Badasses actual play podcast. New episodes out every other Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts.